What's up, guys? A little bit of a different episode today. Instead of having a guest on and a full-on conversation, more of an update episode. I feel like I haven't done one of these in a while where I kind of just talk through the last couple months, what's been going on, whether it be about me or Quinnipiac basketball, um, just the podcast, content, all that stuff moving forward. So just wanted to hop on real quick and kind of, you know, fill you guys in on what has been going on. I know a lot of people who do listen to the podcast who are maybe high school athletes who want to coach or younger coaches who are looking to get to the division one level or the college level, um, kind of like to hear the day to day and what kind of the, that consists of in terms of a day in the life or, you know, depending on the season and the month of the year, everything is so different. Um, so I definitely just wanted to jump on and kind of inform you guys on what's been going on in the, in the life of me, the life of Quinnipiac basketball. So the last two months have been awesome. Um, really, really busy. It's so funny because, you know, you're, everyone's like, oh, this, day, this season's over. What do you do all day, right? Like in the off season, um, like wh- what are you doing when there's no games, there's no practice? Um, and honestly, it's funny because the fall usually feels like it's like the most busy time of year because you're just preparing for everything so that you're, you have systems already in place when games get going, when practice is full swing. Um, So that's kind of what the end of the summer into September and October have looked like. We are now in our 20-hour week, so we're practicing, you know, five days a week. We like to split up our week, so just taking you through a typical week, it'll be, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to practice hard. Thursday, we'll give the girls a day off. Friday, Saturday, we're going to go hard with Saturday usually being some type of scrimmage, um, either against our practice guys. Obviously, as you get to the end of October, we'll have actual scrimmages against other universities. But um, Saturday's more of a scrimmage day so that we're really getting a lot of live reps and getting into game shape. And then Sunday will be another off day. So that's kind of how we like to break up our weeks. I think it gives us a really good balance of, you know, going hard, but still allowing for a day in the middle of the week um, for recovery, for maybe kids who want to get some extra shots up, um, low impact stuff, um, but just trying to make sure that our players are still staying fresh, um, even even throughout the course of what feels like a really long preseason. Um, anyone that played knows that October feels like the longest month ever because you're just practicing against, you know, the, the same kids, your teammates over and over and over. You're running the same plays. Like, obviously, you're putting new stuff in, but it's eventually you're just looking forward to another opponent who doesn't know what pass is coming or who doesn't know what play is coming and, you know, doesn't know how to kind of cheat everything. So it is a grind in terms of that time of the year. So is uh, what's been going on, but it's the most important time of the year, obviously getting prepared, getting everything in that you need to so that when November does roll around, you know, you feel prepared and you feel like you're ready to go with a sense of confidence. So that is our schedule on a weekly basis. Still getting lifts in two or three days a week um, minimum. So we have a scheduled lift twice a week. And then there's always that third day, that off day that they can hop in and get an extra lift. And at any time throughout the week, you know, if a player feels like maybe they want to get some some extra conditioning in or something, they always have the availability to do that. So that is what our schedule has been looking like from a player's standpoint. Um, from a coaching standpoint, though, you know, we might have practice in the morning. Um, we'll, we'll probably watch practice as a staff. We do that at least a couple days a week, which has been really, really beneficial in terms of being able to sit down together and watch the film. And we might not watch every minute of it. You know, our practices are two hours, 2.15, but... We might pick a couple of drills that day, a couple of the competitive segments and really go through and watch. All right. Are we all on the same page? Do we like how we ran this action? Do we like how we defended this? What tweaks do we need to make for tomorrow? What can we emphasize in the next day of practice that's going to make it even better, um, make it more clear for our players? So that's been really, really beneficial, something that we've really started to do consistently this year. Um, so that's been good. So after we do that, you know, maybe once, twice a week, at least at this point, 
we're all headed to open gyms. So again, with recruiting, um, it doesn't stop. So now high school seasons for are underway. It was AAU in the summer, out in July, flying all over the place, going to AAU tournaments. Now it's high school season. So most schools will have some sort of open gyms where they'll do drills, scrimmages, um, all that good stuff. So we'll drive down to whatever area. So for me, you know, New York is a big area of mine. So I might head down to, you know, Lujai I went to last week, head down there, watch an open gym and support those, those kids that we are recruiting and think that can impact our program um, in the next couple of years. So that is kind of the afternoon kind of gig. So, you know, there's some nights that are late. You're out. You're in the office at 8. We practice in the morning, so we start by 9.30. We're done with practice around 11.30 noon. Um, you might be hitting the road at 2 o'clock, and you're not getting home till 10 p.m. So, again, that's not every day, but uh, that is a big part of September and October um, when you do have those free afternoons and you're not traveling for games that you're able to get out there and, and get to some of those high school gyms and talk to some of those high school coaches. So that is, uh, that's kind of what my life has consisted of in the last two months or so. I actually had my friends up from New York uh, last weekend. So that was kind of nice. Got to see them, got to have a little bit of a social life because a lot of people say I don't have a social life. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I operate the way I do. It's not, uh, it's not exactly the same for every 25 year old, but, um, I absolutely love what I do. So it was nice to get to see some of my friends, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got from that standpoint. Um, we open up the season November 7th. It's crazy. It's literally almost here. We open up at NC State. Um, and for anyone that knows, I actually do live in North Carolina now. My parents live in North Carolina in Wilmington. So they're excited to uh, be able to get to Raleigh only two hours away or so and get to that game. So NC State just came out in the AP poll as number 10. So that is going to be a big time matchup for us. We know we're going to have our hands full, but, you know, we've been preparing. Obviously, we're going to do do everything we need to to put ourselves in a good position to uh, keep that game competitive and maybe steal one on the road, which would be pretty awesome. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. We love playing those big time matchups. We've got NC State. Two games later, we got number 11, Indiana in Bloomington. Flying out there, they came to us last year. That was a pretty awesome experience. Um, you're hearing my dog barking in the background. So unprofessional, right? But I'm, I'm just riffing off the cuff right now. But uh, yeah, so they came out to us last year. We gave them all they could handle at our place and uh, just couldn't hold on. So we, uh, we've got some business to take care of there, which is going to be an awesome experience. That facility is unbelievable. So we know there'll be a crazy crowd there as well. So we're excited for that one and getting on the road. With your team is also such a fun experience. Like those are memories that, you know, you'll never forget. I remember when I was a player, we went out to Vegas. We went to Miami for the Sweet 16, um, for the NCAA tournament to eventually get to the Sweet 16. Um, we went to Florida, we played at Florida Gulf Coast. Um, so those road trips are, are fun ones where you're kind of able to stay for a couple of days or whatnot and really kind of, you know, prep and feel like you're on the road doing something special. So that is, uh, those are always fun games and we're always playing those, that, that tough non-conference schedule to prepare us for what we could potentially see in an NCAA tournament game. You don't want your first NCAA tournament game. We've learned from experience. Um, we've always done a good job. The coaching staff has always done a really good job at Quinnipiac preparing us in terms of scheduling um, those power five schools so that when you do get to the tournament, assuming that you win your conference tournament, um, that you're, you're ready to play that level of athleticism, that level of, of height, just in general, the skill set, um, which is different from what we see in our conference um, on a day-to-day -day basis. So you never want your first time in the tournament to be 
Uh, you don't want to be shocked when you get there. So having those games early, seeing that level of competition, knowing where we have to get better, where, we, where we're going to get exposed in certain areas, um, that'll really prepare us for down the road. So again, uh, Coach Fabry and staff has always done a great job scheduling um, a tough non-conference, knowing um, what our real goal is towards the end of the season. So that's the actual on-the-court basketball update. We've had some pretty cool um, kind of events and challenges going on off the court in terms of Quinnipiac basketball. So Jazz Fogel, our director of operations, has done an awesome job since being here. This is her second season. Um, she honestly just takes such great care of our girls. She gets everything done behind the scenes and and planned an awesome event last night, which was our tip-off event, um, women's basketball, pretty much open to the public um, to come and kind of get hype for the season. It pretty much was like a little bit of a pep rally feel. Um, I couldn't actually be there for it. I had to fly home for some family stuff, but the event I heard went super well. We had Jen Rosati in from um, the Connecticut Sun, obviously UConn alum, come in and speak. We had a panel um, of our players, Coach Fabry, Coach Diane Nolan, who coached Coach Fabry at Fairfield. Um, a bunch of people in just talking hoops, talking Quinnipiac, and it was a great time and a great gathering um, in support of the common theme of, of women's basketball and Quinnipiac University women's basketball. So we plan to do many more of those events um, throughout the season just to keep our fans and our season ticket holders and people who really support the program engaged and together. I think it's super important to try and build that culture, um, you know, season after season, week after week, game after game to show thanks to the people who support us the most. So that event was awesome. We've also been doing our Bobcat Challenge, which is a Quinnipiac Athletics event, a fundraising event. So trying to raise as much money as we possibly can for our program. Um, it goes a long way, obviously trying to connect some alums, keep everyone together. It's funny, like in year three now of coaching, you know, those are kind of the things that you don't really think about when you first enter or as a player, like how much that the support of the community, the alumni, uh, marketing, fundraising, like how much that stuff actually plays into the success of a program. Um, I know my first two years, it was like, okay, like, you know, let's just win games on the court. But it's not as important when you don't have the the people behind you, right? It's harder to do if you don't have the support behind you, if the, the crowd isn't filled. Um, stuff like that really does matter. Um, if you want to, you know, upgrade your facilities, if you want something new in your locker room, like you've got to be able to raise money. You've got to have people behind you. So I'm learning that obviously in my in my young career now, how important the uh, the stuff off the court is as well in terms of marketing, fundraising and being able to put on events um, successfully and getting people behind your vision and behind ideas. So that's been a, another update, something that's been going on here that we've been re working really, really hard with. And uh, again, I'm learning a ton in terms of that. It's not something, it's not an area that I really would say is a strength of mine yet. So just trying to help where I can and kind of take ideas from people and, and kind of see, you know, where I can add value in terms of being an alum of Quinnipiac, knowing the university, knowing, um, you know, what the students might cater to or might attend more so than something else. So that's kind of been where I've tried to add value, but more importantly, just kind of listen in that area. So uh, that's the update on that. And the last piece is I just want to touch on where the podcast is going to go moving forward. So I've actually in the last month or so, I've been really just dialed into everything we've been doing, Quinnipiac basketball. We have a new assistant on staff, Coach William Sullivan, um, who's been awesome, unbelievable. I've learned a ton already, just X's and O's wise, film wise, all of it off the court, like just how to handle certain situations. And I've really learned a ton from him. Obviously, Brian 
who is my guy, who's kind of been there for me since day one, like always can kind of lean on him. And obviously coach, um, coach Fabry, who I just continue to learn from every day and just kind of watch her in awe of how she can motivate a team, how she brings everyone together for a common cause and kind of can always get the best out of everybody, regardless of the day. Um, so just been doing um, a lot of that. So I've really been all in, in terms of just trying to pour into our program. And obviously I was doing that the last two years as well, but obviously handling, you know, the YouTube channel, the podcast, all that stuff in the summer, I absolutely love doing. Um, but as the season gets closer, I just, you know, my mind starts to float, obviously, which it rightfully should, to Quinnipiac basketball, how I can help our team, how I can help our players. Um, and the idea of picking up the camera sometimes or emailing someone for a podcast interview is just kind of on the back burner um, as the season gets closer. And I've kind of leaned into that instead of being upset at myself for kind of, you know, not being as consistent with YouTube videos or or the uh, podcast, whatever it might be, uh, the newsletter, like I kind of have just embraced the fact that it is the season now and this is what I want to dial into. And again, it's not a job for me to produce all that extra content. I do this stuff for fun because I do really enjoy it. Um, and during the summer, I go whole, I go really hard at it and I try to do the best job that I possibly can. And then, you know, the priorities kind of switch as the season gets near. So my vision kind of moving forward for the podcast is throughout the season, I don't think I'm going to be producing many new conversations or episodes with new guests, but I've already done over 60 episodes, which is actually kind of crazy um, with like at least 50 of them being guests. I've done a couple of like Q and A's and stuff like this, but I've had over 50 guests on the podcast. So my vision is to kind of do some mashup episodes, revisit some of that old content that maybe I didn't do a good job cycling or pushing out um, those clips and stuff. Um, so I kind of want to revisit a lot of those episodes and see if I can form them into one episode. So maybe a segment about scouting. I kind of ask similar questions because I like to hear different perspectives as I ask, ask those questions in the podcast. So maybe if I ask, you know, something about what's your scouting process? What's the question that I staple question I always ask because I'm curious about everyone's answer is how do you make watching film more efficient? So again, take a question like that and kind of take a bunch of the different answers that I've gotten over the course of the last two years of running the podcast, kind of mashing those up into a shorter length episode, maybe 20 minutes or so, um, just with clips of different people answering similar questions. So that is my vision moving forward. Um, I still want to get content out. I don't want to just go cold turkey and don't do anything at all um, because it's really hard to get back into things when you completely stop. So my vision is to just add value that way because I know that there's a bunch of new listeners that maybe jumped on the podcast this past summer that haven't gone back and listened to any of the earlier episodes. So instead of completely recycling the episode is to kind of take these clips and take some really good portions of each episode and mash those up together. So that is the plan um, I think throughout the course of the season. Uh, maybe if I get an itch or itch to uh, to get a guest on or something throughout, which I probably will, um, then I'll get another full episode in. But that is the plan moving forward. I'm going to do some Q&As for sure, some quick hitters, some more stuff kind of catered to some high school players, um, even middle school players. That's what I've gotten some feedback from. If you don't follow me on, on TikTok, I've got a, a decent audience there and it's a lot of younger players. So I think that they're starting to kind of get into the podcast game a little bit. So I think maybe some longer form content on how to help some younger kids could be beneficial. So that is also something that I can do on my own where I don't need to have a guest on. Um, so that is also the plan as well. So I apologize for anyone who listens to every single episode that might be disappointed that they already heard some of the stuff that's 
going to be coming out in the next couple months. But uh, I promise I will get back into it most likely in the spring. But uh, as you know, basketball season comes around and I want my full undivided attention to be on our team. But that does, that does not mean that the YouTube channel is going to stop because I actually plan to ramp up the vlog, the YouTube videos, because those all highlight our team, our program, how we do things on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, road trips, day in the life. Um, I want to get some more workout videos up. So I plan to really go go hard with those throughout the season. It's just a podcast that I plan to uh, not have brand new episodes of. So that is the update. I know I'm probably rambling right now, but uh, that's just what I wanted to jump on and say, because I know it's been a couple a couple weeks and probably a month now since I've posted. So uh, yeah, that is the plan moving forward. I appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. Anyone who listens to these episodes, it means the world to me. I just love sharing my thoughts um, and I don't expect people to agree with everything that I say or even anything that I say. I know there's probably people listening to episodes and are like, nope, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Um, but that's the point of the podcast. I want to get people thinking. I love to hear different perspectives. That's why I invite guests on. Anyone that I seem is interesting can teach me something that I can kind of take from is somebody that I want to be on the podcast. So it's been awesome. It's been a really cool experience kind of producing your own content. And I think everyone should kind of do it in some form, some way or another. I know it is time consuming. There's no doubt about it. But uh, it's been a really cool experience for me. I've, meet, I've met a lot of good people. So that's what I got. And uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend, great rest of the day whenever you are listening to this. Go Bobcats. Make sure you guys tune in. November 7th, first game at NC State. Let's go Q.